Hello, hello, podcast land. I'm Blake. This is Mr. Cold Brew. <laughs> that's all. That's how I'm going to talk. Is okay. I'm just going to shake just my your your opinion is spoken through your cold brew. Yeah, you're, you have to decipher it with the help of the audience. <laughs> oh, hello. I am Brian, and uh, this is not religious. Our podcast that we are going to attempt to bring to you weekly. Um, we got some pretty positive feedback uh, from the last episode. Um, no one said that we were horrible. No, so I guess we. Uh, Doing pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, not horrible is actually positive. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna keep keep this going and try some more uh, some more stuff on you. Uh, but thank you again for tuning in to the Not Religious podcast. Again, I'm Blake. This is Brian. We're going to be talking to you about the church, about the Lord, Lord, the Lord, some cold brew. We've already talked about that. Um, just a mixture of things, a plethora. Um, oh, you like that? Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this time we did some research for this past week. Uh, wait, kinda, wait, wait, stop. So you said this time we did some research. Yeah. That's implying that last time we didn't. We just, we just, we just totally. <laughs> I did yeah, research. You did. Okay, you did. I did. Okay. Um, I was totally going off of whatever right. I had on my phone. Uh, I did some research this week. Good. Uh, talking about the Christian music, uh, uh, contemporary Christian music, um, I guess is is CCM, yeah. as it's so commonly referred to. So as we move forward, I want to go ahead and separate. Um, there's going to be some things that kind of touch on one of these categories, but I want to separate two categories. I want to separate um, praise and worship and the contemporary Christian music. Yeah, there's a difference. There's a huge difference. Um, one of the main differences is on major Christian radio networks, you're, you're not going to hear praise and worship. No. Very rarely will you hear it. So someone will be like, I heard a hill song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not going to hear a lot of, a lot of praise and worship songs or recordings on K-Love. Um, there's another station here in South Carolina called, um, oh, I forget his, his, his FM, I think is what's so, called. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. They've, they've played some stuff. Um, when I was up in Greenville, I've been up in Greenville a lot. Um, his radio, that's what it is. His radio. That's it. Radio free, um, radio free Florence. Yeah. They're, um, they're not too bad. That's not mainstream though. No. That's not mainstream. Um, your mainstream uh, major market Christian radio networks. Um, so I want to separate, you know, praise and worship stuff, and and really focus on this contemporary Christian. Um, not even contemporary Christian. Let's let's just go mainstream Christian market. Yeah. For music. Yeah. The umbrella of music. And e- examples of that, I'd say, is probably. Third Day, Mercy Me, um, Danny Goki, Danny Goki, Carrie Job, pretty much everything that's played on K Love. Yeah, um, and I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Not a fan. I think it sucks. Yeah. Um, in fact, it gives me horrible gas. 
<laughs> Every time I listen to K-Love, it's, it's painful. Yeah, um, and you know what's funny is someone will hear you say that and think less of you because okay. of it. Because, they're, oh, they're, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ministry, and they're bringing the Word of God to so many people. But because you have that opinion, mm-hmm. I'm, I would go out on a limb and say there's people out there who would think that you're less Christian because yeah, of that. Probably. And it's most of the people who are in this religious dogma who mm-hmm. think or who have been brainwashed to the point of they can't think for themselves. And Caleb is, is or whatever major market radio stations out there is all they know. Yeah. Do you really think it's a ministry or is it just an industry. All right, so I'm not going to lie. I I think there are some ministry aspects of it. Yeah. Um not I, everybody's the same. No, I I can't I can't sit here and say the entire thing is nothing but the industry. But what I will say is a large majority, a overwhelming majority, it's just an industry. Yeah. And it's just about making money and and really losing the focus of what this is supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's bled into some of the artists. I think some of the artists, I guess you could call it, have sold out um, and stopped writing from the heart or writing um, on what God's given them. And a lot of it has become cookie-cutter music. Yeah. Do you remember that John Christ? Video, I think I think Chris um, is how you say his last name, but he's talking okay, about okay during the boardroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh it's a up and coming, uh, yeah. contemporary Christian yeah. band. It's and they're uh, I, I it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, they're basically too. talking about okay, you're gonna have to dress like this. Right. You're gonna yeah, yeah. have to sing about some form of water. So right. you got your rivers, your oceans, right. your lakes. You know, right. um, this, that, and other. And I and that video is hilarious, but at the same time, I don't doubt that that happened. Because everything is so repetitive. Well, here's the deal. They made that video for a reason. That video, they weren't just sitting around brainstorming and that that was a unique idea that came to them and they made a spoof about it. They made the video because it's something that's happening. You know, it's that satire Mm -hmm. that's happening. Um, The Babylon Bee makes fun of it constantly. I love it. Constantly. It's that satire. And what they're doing is really just saying, hey, in a comical way, bringing it to everyone's attention. Yep. But people still ignore it. My favorite thing, and I'm going to pull something up here. All right, so I was at a youth conference a few years back. Mm -hmm. And there was this big billboard at this youth conference. And... It said Christian to secular music comparison chart. So basically what this chart did is it listed Christian artists on one side and then it listed their contemporary or who they sound like or if you like this type of secular music, then you should check out this artist. And I want to read you some of them. Okay. If I may. Please. If I may. All right. First of all, I want to point out that on the secular style, 
Inya, Inya is in here seven times. Oh, jeez. Seven times they mention Inya. Nine times they mention Backstreet Boys. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but are you okay with saying that, let's see here, Audio Adrenaline, <laughs> Foo Fighters. Oh, really? Yes. Uh. Yes. Audio Adrenaline, Foo Fighters. This one's one of my favorites. DC Talk. <laughs> Good old DC Talk. They compare them to U2 <laughs> and Oasis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that. You know, for all we know, that could be some guy who picks out a Christian artist and Googles mm-hmm. like a, the genre sure, and pick the first thing that popped up. Yeah. You know, I think so there was a, there was a Christian bookstore in Florence mm-hmm. many moons ago. I don't even know if it's still there. Um, I went there one time with my parents mm-hmm. and I'm doing some searching through the CD selection to see what was out there. Um, and not everything that I picked up from that Christian bookstore was bad. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's how I got into Reliant K. Okay. And I feel like everybody I can enjoys tell you Reliant who, K. I can tell you who Reliant K is similar to. Who? Blink-182. Well, I can see that. Uh, on now, this comparison that's actually, chart. Yeah, that's yeah. actually pretty pretty accurate. But, you know, they weren't... Uh, so they had a similar... Th- it was This was very, very early 2000s. Yeah. Um, they had a kiosk with like music videos playing mm-hmm. um, and you could go up and listen to samples of CDs and try out you know these bands and see if you like them but they had the comparison chart similar yeah. to that and for everything and the I think the the Blink-182 slash Green Day equivalent was Hawk Nelson <laughs> <laughs> and okay <laughs> and, I, and while that's pretty accurate Dime. It's yeah, yeah. It's not. Uh, well, this was this was even old Hawk Nelson. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the stuff that's out now that they got popular on K Love for yeah. was not the Hawk Nelson at gotcha. that time. Gotcha. Um, Letters to the President was probably the best okay. Hawk Nelson album. Um, <laughs> and it's very pop punk. It's very Blink One Eighty Two, Simple Plan esque. You know. Um, and uh, but I think my favorite one was they had like a a corn. I've got a couple corn equivalent, on here. and yeah. it, but it was like POD. That's exactly where, really? what I was going to mention. But what's funny is they toured together, mm-hmm. so it's not like you right. should only be into one or the other. Right. You know, you know who else they have for POD? Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> but uh, but that's but that's you know as far Rage? as Rage. Ah, well, all right, and and maybe I'm going about this a little different. It might because be the, because the, when I hear Rage the Against top. the Machine, I I'm hearing. This political the activist, political drive, yeah. that you know, writing things that are are so influential and, yeah. and culture and everything, and then you have POD. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. I I, I want to give you one more, and okay. then we'll move on. Okay. Okay. So, gospel gangsters, <laughs> and the it's with a Z gangsters. With a Z. Oh. Gospel gangsters. Is equivalent to NWA, 
<laughs> and Wu Tang. Oh man. I'm sorry. Gospel. I, I am sorry. There is no equivalent to NWA no. in the Christian world. No. <laughs> you cannot take NWA and Christianize. No. You cannot take Wu Tang. No. And Christianize it. There may be similar things about the beats and things like that, but when we're talking about the artistry of yeah. music, the things that NWA did, the things that Wu-Tang did, yeah. there is zero Christian artist. The only one right. that comes close is Lecrae. Yeah. And and he's still miles. And it's groundbreaking stuff that both of those groups right. did and a bunch of bunch of those You look at the time that, that it happened yeah. in, you look at what was going on in LA mm-hmm. with the police, Dude. the riots. What's the what's the Netflix documentary? LA 92 or I think something that's like what that. It is. Yeah, I think they touched on that. Um Look at what I mean, the DEA, the CIA was bringing in and introducing crack cocaine into the yeah. ghettos to, yeah. to get the the um, poor African Americans hooked on it, yeah. um, introducing it to the gangs so that they could start dealing it. And this is our government doing that now, yeah. and that that's that's not speculation. That's fact. Yeah, all that's fact. Yeah, um, but N.W.A. is rapping about that what was happening in New York mm-hmm. at that same time the beatings that were going on against African Americans it, it was like the 60's all over again yeah. and those two hot spots NWA and Wu-Tang were on the cutting edge of rapping about what was happening in their society Yep, gospel gangsters <laughs> I've never heard of them which is shocking um, but I'm probably going to do my research I listened tonight. to them today okay was it it was the worst rap <laughs> I have ever heard. And I have heard some horrible rap. <laughs> horrible rap. Yeah, you've always got that, that one The one guy the one guy from your hometown that's right. trying to make it as a rapper. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and it is worse than that. Worse than all right, so we can move on. This from, before we do, this album's called Gang Affiliated. That's Gospel Gangster. That's yeah. yeah. Yep, and I, I tried to like zoom in and see if it was actually so they're posing in like a warehouse. Yeah, um, which is every apparent every hip hop, you have to be in a warehouse or a warehouse. But an it looks like setting. it looks like they're actually holding actually. So they're holding Bibles. They're not holding guns. Are they? Is that Bible? It's a Bible. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, they are armed and dangerous. Yes, with the Lord. With the Lord. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Gospel I do gangsters. not recommend you go listen to Gospel Gangsters. Please don't. I recommend you go listen to NWA go listen to and Wu Tang. <laughs> exactly. And, and read up on what was going on. Yeah. Don't just listen to the cussing that's happening or, or the vulgarity you get of it. Get past that. Get past that and listen to the artistry of what these guys were doing. Anyway, I'm. Yeah. There's a, there's a we, real. We can move there. on from that. Yep. Um. So some of the stuff that I I came up on. Um, one of them being especially trying to differentiate between the ministry or the industry yeah. aspect is you know you've got your quote unquote christian artists yeah. and so those are the ones who are being played on K-Love gotcha. and uh and the mainstream the stuff. mainstream stuff so 
and then you've got artists that are Christians. And, you know, when you really break it down and you look at it, the artists that just so happen to be Christians mm-hmm. just have way better music. I'm just going to say it. Well, The I, message is a lot... Um, I have one that was from my teenage years or, or into teenage kind of um, Three Doors Down. Oh, yeah. Three Doors Down... Um, I think they're from either Alabama or Mississippi, something like that. Yeah. Um, great '90s music. Great, you know, very uh, not cheesy whatsoever. You know, their stuff is on any '90s hit list. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, Christians, mm-hmm. every last one of them. Yeah. Preacher kids. I think one of them killed a guy, uh, <laughs> I, but I don't know if it was intentional. Right. Man. It wasn't. So yeah. So don't don't let that fool you. <laughs> And that was years. Killed no, a guy. Yeah, he killed a guy. Yeah, it was, while, it was a while ago. Yeah, and you know he got um, he got saved. Since yeah, then. praise, praise be, praise be. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, well, I mean, I I know exactly what you're saying. Because I think I think a lot of times, Lecrae they they have tried to. Well, he j- he j- he's releasing a, right a new album right. secular. So it, but I think that's that's kind of what we touched on last week, right? Uh, Lecrae and Undergrowth. Um, because now I think when they started out, maybe they didn't really care as much. They right. kind of wanted to be different. Right. You know, we're going to, we're going to be this. We're going to change it. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to make, make our impact on the secular world with a Christian message. But the thing is the industry sees that opportunity. Yeah. Goes for it, tries to make things well, their own. Yeah, and um, and that really speaks to another thing with this K Love, and we're mentioning K Love a lot, and that's just what's here locally yeah. for us. Uh, there's other mainstream media outlets who who it, it's one and the same. So we'll just start yeah. saying mainstream, these mainstream, mainstream guys. Um, when's the last time you heard Lecrae on mainstream radio? Never. I don't think I ever When's the last time you heard Under Oath? Definitely not. When's the last time you yeah. heard uh, Andy Mineo? But he, you know what they do, though? The way to get them and to kind of slowly introduce that into They the mix mainstream. them with other artists. So they'll come out with those For compilation. Country, yeah, it's the, comp, the compilation albums. They, they put out something. I can't tell you. I'm sure if we KB's researched it. KB's done it. Lecrae's yeah. done it. There's Triple E's done it. The... As far as Under Oath goes, there was like um, probably 10 plus years ago, they had like the, the hard rock yeah. Christian stuff come out. But what's funny is you go back and look at the track listing of yeah. that, and it sprinkles of those types of bands, August Burns Red and yeah. bands like that, but they're mixed in with like Cutlass. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's it's right. horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that's their way of trying to bring that in and like making an attempt because they know it's popular on the other side, quote unquote. Right. Um, and when it backfires, then then it's they're they've it's gone safe. off the yeah yeah they've gone off the deep end. Right. You know, like this whole thing with Under Oath happened where right. they they um, well. They I don't fully to, commit to right. something. That way it's safer for them when it, something happens or it doesn't work out. They can just pull out. The mainstream can just pull out and let whoever yeah. just flail on the wind. Yeah. You know? There was a um, a Bad Christian um, podcast mm-hmm. interview with uh, 
two of the guys from Under Oath I listened to maybe a month or two ago, um, and they talked about um, the first album that they came out where it was they were signed with Tooth and Nail I believe, right? Um, which was groundbreaking in the Christian right. hardcore scene, um, but I think even then they've they've kind of branched out from that. But you know you had record execs that would come to them they they had one of the lines in the song um mentioned the word whore and they made them take it out and literally when you go back and listen to the song they just don't say it they say the the line leading up to it and then they stop and they always hated that you know but you can wow. tell even back then wow. you know it was just like they're like no it's too it's too much of a risk you don't want to do that because this could all blow up in your face. And and this is why they don't want to do it. Because when you have a radio station that is listener supported, mm-hmm. when you have a radio station that does telephone telephones, radiophones, whatever they're yeah. called, um, and is depending on donations from their listeners, you don't have a lot of twenty something, thirty somethings calling and donating what you have is the older baptist old older legalistic grandmas grandpas you know lawyer you know straight lace white collar um folks who are giving their money right now if you start playing some hardcore stuff yeah you start playing some um liberal Stuff where where they say things like whore, yeah. or they you know talk about suicide and mm-hmm. use the word suicide, yeah. or you know it's something controversial like that. If they play that, then these sheeple is what I like to call them. Mm. The sheeple will stop giving their money. Yeah. So they don't do it. Yep. And. Do you remember a few years ago when you uh yep. when you actually called in? I yep. So that was when the radio station was not K Love. Yeah. Was, I was gonna ask you, was that K Love or was that That was WMH WMHK. Yeah. I probably still have those emails. Um I didn't call in. Oh, you emailed them. I emailed them. And it was, hey, basically, you know, I would love to hear something other than the same 17 songs over and over again. Yeah. Is there any way that you can, you know, play? And I gave them a list of things to play. And it wasn't even just, like, the, the like, on the borderline between being secular and CCM. It was, like, worship right. stuff. Right. And it was... <laughs> Shut down. Yeah, I man, if I can, boom. Before you could even finish typing it, it was shutting down. This was in 2013. Wow. Let me see if I. mm, No. That's the list I sent him of things that he could be playing. His name was Jeff. Jeff. Freaking Jeff. Yeah. Um. No, here's what I did. On Twitter, Twitter, and I tagged, (laughs) I tagged 
WMHK. That's such a low blow. Yeah. And then we got into an email thing. I, I tagged. I said, um, at 89.7WMHK, please update your songs and expand your horizons a little. You're missing out on a whole generation of listeners. And then he you know, tagged me back. And it was, this is Jeff. And he said, I, I would love to discuss your, you know, your ideas further. Email me. So I email him. And it's not, um, it's, <laughs> I'm reading it now. I email him and he doesn't discuss anything. He, he just tells me how I'm wrong. He's been the program director there for he, two years. I'm reading yeah. it now. He just tells me how I'm wrong and that, and basically in here he admits, he admits that the adult contemporary is a Christian format that serves adults primarily between the ages of 45 and 64. That is our target audience. <laughs> because they have the money. That's exactly what he is saying. <laughs> That's exactly what he's saying. Right here in this email, this is a radio exec from the main... I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, dude. I, yeah. I completely forgot about this. Oh, I did not this. forget Every time I listen, every or I don't ever willingly listen to it, but anytime I, you know, I'm at work and I go to drive a customer's car around and they're blasting 89.7, I think about that time because it's always the same song when I get in the car. Yeah, yeah. And and if it's not the same song, it's the same theme, and that goes back to that John Christ video. If you look at the trend of how those songs are written now, the themes of them. It's it's all the same. Yeah. Every Everything. last one of right. them is exactly the same. So I don't. That's why it doesn't appeal to me. It is not in our best interest to play more rock and hip hop, pop songs. But we really no. I skipped the line. Songs. Nor is it in our best uh, interest to play live worship music there either. Again, it's just not all that radio friendly. Mm. It's not all that radio friendly. So, Jeff. Jeff. Or whoever else is out there. <laughs> I bet his name is not even Jeff. His name's not Jeff. His name is Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I say that was Chris Pratt's character's name last week? I might have. Anyway, um, here's the deal. You're taking people who have vision people who have a burning in their heart, a desire to write music for God. It's impactful. It's meaningful. It's heartfelt. And you're choosing not to play it. Instead, you're choosing to play cookie-cutter crap that has to fit into a mold. Well, I'm here to tell you, Jeff or Doug... Whatever the crap your name is, yeah. you can't fit God into a mold. God doesn't get molded. He molds you. Yeah. What if he's listening? I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt it, too. I doubt that. But you are, and we thank you. Yes, definitely. Um, the, uh, there was, I, I remember, I always go back to Lecrae because that seems like someone who I was worried was beginning to was going to become that cookie cutter mold for a Christian artist. Sure. 
um, a Christian hip hop artist yeah. turn into something like Toby Mac. Um, and Toby Mac is, I, I mean, hey, if if his heart's in it for the right reasons, I commend him. Right. But I see too much of a trend. Yeah, definitely. With this stuff, you know. Um, which, by the way, there's another bad Christian episode where they interviewed the other guy from DC Talk. I'll have to send that to you. Oh, really? The third guy that never gets any credit. I can't even think of his name. From Audio Adrenaline. Was he in Audio Adrenaline? Yeah. Did not know that. Um, yeah. Really? So you have Michael Tate. Yeah. Um, Toby Mac and Doug. Doug. <laughs> it's really good. Um, I'll have to find that and send it to you. But anyway, um, he did... I, I don't know how long ago it was, but Ty Dolla Sign. Okay. So I'm sure you've heard of him. Right. Um, he did a song with him, and uh, people lost their mind hmm. because it was a secular artist, but was Lecrae ever really a Christian right. artist, you know? So they thought it was this crossover that didn't need to happen, when in reality, it's exactly what needed to happen. That's exactly what needed to, to happen. To show you... Music is music. Right. Um, and if this artist wants to um, combine and join forces with this other artist, who are we to stop that? Right, exactly. And the Sleeping Giant's another good example of, of them. And I don't know if you've ever listened to Sleeping Giant, but Tommy Green, yeah, I I've told you about mm -hmm. him before. So he did a song with Frankie Palmieri from Immure. And if you compare the two bands, Sleeping Giant and Amur, I mean, as far as the message goes for each one, yeah, uh, they're completely separate. But I remember they did a song together, um, and back in the good days of YouTube, mm -hmm. um, when I watched YouTube music videos like it was going out of style, I always read the comments, especially for someone who was associated Mm -hmm. with Christianity mm -hmm. okay so the comment section of that music video was nothing but negativity and you look at it and, and the people are bashing Sleeping Giant for doing such a thing and I thought it was awesome yeah you know and the um, just a way to reach out and uh, and just hit another group of people that they wouldn't normally reach, right, you know. Right. For today did the same thing. Right. They didn't want to tour with right. um Skillet or, right. <laughs> or Cutlass God, or any of them. You know, they wanted to go on tour with guys who were obviously um on the opposing side, if you will. Yeah. You know? Uh they did some stuff with Motionless and White and Motionless and White, if you looked at them for the first time, you would think, Oh my God, they're all possessed. You know, like it's, it's like if Marilyn Manson had five kids yeah. and they all started a band, that's what they look like, right. you know? but they did that on purpose because they said, you know, we're going to go on tour with these guys and we might not believe the same way, but there's going to be kids that show up to see Motionless and White and they're going to have to sit through our set first right? and we might be able to right. reach one kid, right. you know, and that was the whole intention. Or even plant a seed. Yeah. Oh, and, and. And that's the whole point, you know. It, especially, <laughs> especially if we break down who's going to those concerts. You yeah. have these young kids, and typically, the the kids who are listening to hardcore stuff are the kids who don't fit in with you know the Southern Marsh, you know Haybo, yeah, you know 
Tabor. PFG wearing, <laughs> you know, Costa crowd. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they feel like an outsider. They're already starting to question who they are. You know, where do they belong? And then they show up at a concert like that, and they get to hear uh, a genre of music that they didn't know existed. Yeah. And plant a seed for God. Yeah. Yep. Which is exactly what they're supposed to do. That is exactly what you're supposed but to see, do. But see, so when you when you think about things, and I don't want to call out any particular um, event on purpose, but you know, there's a there's a tour that goes around every year mm-hmm. um, that features a lot of mainstream Christian artists. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Do you really think that kids who listen to nothing but Red Hot Chili Peppers are really going to go to Colonial Life Arena? And listen to Matthew West. And listen to Matthew West. No. No. It's it's almost like, what's the point of doing the tour? Right. You know, you're going on this... You're entertaining Christians. You're exactly. making money. Exactly. That's exactly what you're doing. And and listen, not taking anything away from it because yeah, maybe someone brings their friend, you know, and their friend gets exposed to it. This, that, and the other. That's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because it makes money. Yeah, they can sell. My they opinion. Sell that. My opinion. Yeah, what's well, my opinion too? You know, it's the because when a when you have a a tour where you might be going out like like I said with someone else, that's where I feel like the ministry aspect right really comes into play because you're spreading the gospel through your gift and your art um to a group of people yeah. that might not even be there for that, yeah, you have to look at it intentionally, which is my favorite word. Why are they intention? What are they intentional about? Are they going on tour saying we want the lost and the broken to come to our our concert? No, they're appealing to the Christian culture that's already out there to entertain them. Yeah. So there may be ministry in it, but it's not intentional. Yeah. It, it's not their main focus. Because they don't go on tour except with each other. Right. You know. To entertain. To entertain. To entertain, and if ministry happens through that, great. And that's probably that's probably how they come across and say, you know, we're 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 going to minister to folks. And I'm not saying Christians don't need to be ministered to. What I'm saying is the majority of folks who need uh, uh, a taste of God aren't already in a church. Yeah. You know, the ones who are already in a, in a church are getting in their own ways or getting in their own way with their relationship with God. These other people need to hear about him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I've been to a few shows at New Brooklyn Tavern with Mm -hmm. uh, with you. Yeah. Actually. Uh, But there's been a few shows I've gone to to see. uh, It could be a number of bands. But, you know, you got your small openers. Yeah, and they get up there and they play their set and it's nice. Um, but what's cool is whenever you see those bands and they have this opportunity to tour with bigger names, you know. Um, but at the end of it, they kind of throw that little spurt. Now they're not preaching from the stage the entire time they're up there, but you know, hey, we're such and such. 
Um, uh, we love God. If you want to get to know more about him, we'll be at the merch table. Thank you. And then done. But that alone was enough to plant a seed in somebody's heart. You right. know? And then they, they may be interested. They may go up for a t-shirt and get one and their right. whole life could be changed that moment. Right. That's that's the whole point. You right. know, and, and there's no flashy lights, there's no smoke machines, there's no um I backup. Like fla- I like flashy lights. I mean lights I like flashy lights and too. Smoke machines. Yeah. That's fun. Look but <laughs> someone who has it figured out right now and I could be wrong is again my opinion. Um and they're played on the mainstream stuff is for King or Country. Mm-hmm. For King and Country. Yeah. Um, they're 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 they really go talented. they go out and and they they do them, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're original. Mm-hmm. They it is crazy as crap. Yeah, as Allie would say, it's bat boop crazy. <laughs> um, Did you say poop or were you bleeping yourself like I'll, you were? I'll leave that to your imagination. Bleeping. You okay. have to figure that out. I think you said poop. Um, but you know, so. They use a lot of smoke and lights and stuff like that, but it's in tune with what they're doing. Yeah. And everyone, I felt like after they got really popular, there was an explosion of bands coming out like that. Yeah. But, again, the industry saw the opportunity right. to market that. Right. Because they were like, this is really different. Right. Um, let's all throw on some skinny jeans and have everyone play drums right yeah right and, and then that, you turn and that around kind of took everywhere. off yeah. for yeah. a little bit so do you have any critiques for worship music as opposed to the yeah. CCM yeah definitely um god we spent a lot of time on well that was the main point yeah you know, cause it, it praise and worship's a whole nother ball game I love well I guess here's the deal um, when you have praise and worship music and you can be produced by yourself, I think that's the ultimate way to go. Mm-hmm. Once you join a label and you start getting influenced by industry stuff, I, I heard a guy say this, and I really liked it. You know, God made us, and Christians are supposed to be, you know, filled with God mm-hmm. and God's supposed to be flowing out of them so their artistry should be the best artistry that's out there mm-hmm. it should be the top because it's it's ordained by God yeah um, which I think a lot of it is until it starts getting watered down with the minutia of of the industry mm-hmm. um, I, I like worship music um my worship music. I like fast worship music. I see. Um, but then again, there's the time where I just need something slow. And yes, worship music is repetitive. And yes, it's very repetitive. And yes, it's repetitive. And yes, it's very <laughs> repetitive. Yeah. Um, but it's supposed to be. And because... I, but I think, if, if, yeah, if their heart's in it, yeah, that's what that's what it, it's fine. Yeah, the we receive your love. We was, receive your love. Is that the video that I seventeen sent you? times? 17 yeah, was times. that elevation? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was. I thought yeah. it looked like him. Um, 
and I, you know, I, I have my opinions about Elevation. Not to me, not everything they put out is bare minimum, as I've said it before. Um, there is some stuff that I, I I really do like from them, and I'm not going to knock them. Um, but the whole the whole thing about it being repetitive, repetitive and simple um, is because there could be someone who's there who has never heard that song yet. Right. They start feel a little something, right? You know, and um, they they kind of they they may not know the song at all, but if they can pick up on that right that simple phrase and it means something. Then they got you know, God got through to them that right. night. You know? Right. Um, now I think I think there, it's dangerous to keep things too simple. You know, I think if you've been given that gift and mm-hmm. that ability, you really use it. You know, right. if you have, I don't. I am not as was seen last night when we got together. Right. I'm not good at coming up with lyrics. Right. You know? Um, I feel like my strong suit as far as songwriting goes is dynamics. It is. And I can't play a single chord. But you can hear things. But I can hear it and right. tell you what would sound cool. Right. Hey, why don't you uh, do this? <laughs> I think that would sound awesome. I have right. no idea what note that is. But right. But here you go. Right. You know? And then we had, you know, I brought it up. We, we were some of the stuff was just too many big words. Yeah. You know? It was like we were sitting, flipping through a dictionary. Right. Trying to find the, the biggest word. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest word possible and right. throw in there. Um, and then to tie it all in, throw something simple and, right. you know, that I, I think, I think what we came up with last night was really solid. Yeah. Um, so maybe that'll actually go somewhere. Right. Be good. Be on the, the lookout uh, for that. Listeners. Yeah. And, and, the the don't be mistaken the industry gets involved with worship music as well it you does know? it does there's a reason when you go look at all these capital and yeah you and go things. look at the um just just go look at how everybody's dressed right you know <laughs> it's uh it it is the and I'm guilty of it too it's extra you know yeah, I had the same haircut. Yeah, and I, I wear the skinny jeans and stuff too. like that too. I mean, it's but but I was wearing skinny jeans before it ever got right. big. Yeah, yeah. Me and McSwain, yeah. he was wearing it way before. Good, he Lord. was wearing girl jeans. Girl jeans, yeah, which is cool. Before they even made skinny jeans for right. guys, it was you had to get girl jeans. Right. So. Um, <laughs> McSwain. By the way, uh, speaking of music, let's uh, you want to do a little plug for the tourist? No. Okay. So don't go listen to the tourists. Whatever um, you do, don't go listen to their single "Safe" on Apple Music, Spotify, block it, iTunes, report uh, it. Yeah, go in there, report it. Tell them that it's blasphemy and you know. explicit. Yeah, go both sides. Tell <laughs> the uh, just just tell them it's uh, it's blasphemy. It's explicit. It's, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, no, check them out. Check it out. It's it's, it's good really music. Good. It's really good. Um, it's a friend of ours who plays with us in our band sometimes. A couple of friends Whoops. of ours who play with us in our bands or mm-hmm. who have been a part of our band. And uh, we and, were a part, we of were their, part of their yeah, band. <laughs> so, um, great musicians, uh, great songwriters, and it's relevant and it's it's thick 
with meaning. So go yep. check them out. It's not Christian music. It's just music. But again, that goes back to their their artists who right. are Christians. There you go. But it's not a Christian. But it's artist. not a Christian artist. Yep. Um, but if you want to check out another Christian artist, you can check out our band. <laughs> right. I guess. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Yeah, uh, definitely. Go go uh, check out our band, Fallen Statues, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, yeah, we need to we start like a Snapchat. We don't have any recordings. We are working on it. we're working it. on it. We're going to be going into the studio we, soon. Yep, we did some writing last night. It's pretty solid. Uh, throwing some more stuff together. I don't think Next we week. have any... Um, I don't think we have any gigs coming up, do we? We do. I have to nail down the oh, okay. details on this. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, what you listening to other than the tourists so, and fallen statues? <laughs> um, the classic crime has been. Oh yeah. On, so I did their Pandora station, and it's like I'm fast forwarding or skipping all the songs just to get back to theirs. I I listened to them, you know, years ago, and it's just real refreshing to to get a taste of them again. Yep. And it's funny because the guys. The band, the other bands that they're playing on their station, the majority of them, it's kind of like they try to copy what they did or what they were doing. You noticing a pattern? Yeah, a big pattern. <laughs> a big pattern. A big pattern. Yeah. Patron. 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 What are you listening to? Um, so there's a band called Fit for a King. NWA. Uh, NWA. I actually, I'm gonna rock some NWA I've, in the ride home. I've been listening to NWA. Yes. I've listened to some podcasts recently about. The Biggie and Tupac oh, yeah, definitely. situation, um, yeah. which has turned me back on to N.W.A. and Wu-Tang. Yeah, because um, Puffy killed, or had Tupac killed, and Suge Knight had Biggie killed. Do you think Tupac's dead? No. I don't either. Me either. Ooh, we can get into that on we another podcast. We sure can. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll Biggie's to, dead, though. I think Biggie's dead. He's gone. I think Biggie would have died way before, anyway. I think his heart would just give out. Yeah. I forgot how heavy they said he was when he... When he died, he was biggie, but he was yeah. Dude was like pushing four, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think he was just he was gone. Before anyway, it ever gosh, happened. so Sorry. far off track. Sorry, I'm, my bad. Fit for a king. Fit for a king. Um, they have a single um, called "Tower of Pain" that was recent release. Pretty good. Um, heavy if you like the heavy stuff. I don't just listen to heavy stuff. Um, that's just what I happen to have as my latest download on Apple Music. Nice. Um, are you reading any good books? Um, still reading that one I was talking about, Wild About God. Yeah. Yeah, so. Cool. Um, ha- been working a lot on the house, so I haven't really been able to finish it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm a slow reader in general, um, but I've been reading, not a fan, trying to read through it again. Yeah. I got about halfway through it the first time and yes. got off track, but not a fan, really good. Yeah. Uh, distinguishing whether you are a fan of Jesus or a follower of Ooh. Jesus, you know, kind of separating the two. I've read it and it is a very good book. Yep. Very I awesome. will encourage everyone out there to either read or listen to books on on audiocast or something because that is how you expand your knowledge. You yep. should always be learning. You should always be uh, challenging your brain to have unique and intelligent thought. Yep, unique New York. You want to take a you want to take some time to read some reviews real quick before we head out. Yeah, we have reviews. Yeah, heck yeah, 
Let's uh, really? let's pull. Where did it go? Can God, you find my own? How many podcasts I listen do you have? To, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I got like seven. I listen you to a lot like of them. You had thirty on there. Yeah. So there's reviews. Okay. There's some reviews. Um, I don't know where See Christine's all. went. Um, there you go. Uh, this one is actually from my fiance. <laughs> She's not biased or anything. Mm. Um. She said, new favorite podcast, Not Religious, talks about the importance of being the big C, church, and not getting caught up in the trappings of religion, but instead focuses on how we can be a light and reach people where they're at. Funny, entertaining truth. I think it would have been better if you didn't mention she was your fiancé. Um, just kidding. That wasn't my fiancé. That was a total stranger. I don't know who that was. Someone said compelling. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, that's you. I, that's not me. Oh. That was uh, another Blake, Blake mostly. I mean, there's there's more than just us. Oh, okay. Um, but we had a we had some more comments and messages from friends uh, of ours, and and I, I hope that it's not a biased opinion. I hope they really got something out of it. I feel like a few of them did. Yeah, definitely. Um. So, but and, uh, and Travis, I know you're listening. Yeah, you are. You're going to be our first guest. Please. What do you feel about that? I feel. I, I, was I just made that. that. I just made that decision thinking, without talking no, to you. No, I was thinking of that earlier. I really <laughs> okay. wanted to have him as as a guest. Yeah, I want to get. I want to get him in here, and I want to get him talking. Yeah, that'd be good. Yep. So hit me up, my friend. Definitely. Yep. Well, guys, we're gonna head on out here. Thank you so much for listening to the Not Religious podcast. Um, hopefully, we'll catch you guys next week. We can, you know, get together again. Yeah. I'm sure, we can fit that in somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Go out there and be kind to one another. Be kind to one another. And listen to NWA while you do it. NWA. Exactly.